Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So here's my biggest concern right now after yesterday. Does uh, rotting oatmeal brains in the White House, does this guy go nuclear? Because he has a nuclear option. Now, I don't mean nuclear in the World War III China sense. I've been talking about that. We'll pick that up again another time. I mean, after yesterday's debacle in the courts for Hunter Biden, his uh, drug-addicted son, does he go nuclear and duck and run with a pardon right now? There, folks, so much happened yesterday in this court case. Again, it's why I wait. I, I, again, my sincere apologies to you. I, I, the breaking news stuff, you know I like to give it a day. We covered it yesterday, but I like to give it a day to kind of uh, – Distill out what the important takeaways are from you. So I'm not just wasting your time and going, and now, and then, and then, and then. I mean, anybody can do that. A lot of stuff happened yesterday in this court case, a lot. And there are a number of really enormous takeaways. Some of them are very good for us, the side of justice and liberty. Some, though, could be good for Biden if he decides to go nuclear and duck and run. A lot of stuff to talk about today. The UFO hearing. There's a gender hearing that they were covering. It's off now, but we'll get to some, maybe some of that on the radio show later. Definitely back here tomorrow. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by expressvpn.com slash Bongino. You ever heard of data brokers? They're the middlemen collecting and selling all those digital footprints you leave online. You might be surprised to learn that these same data brokers are also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. You know that? I don't want anyone showing up at my door. Taxmen, DHS people searching stuff I did on my phone. I don't want it. So I mask my digital footprints, and you should too, because it's nobody's business, with ExpressVPN. One of the easiest ways for brokers to aggregate data and tie it back to you is through the device's unique IP address. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have the ExpressVPN app downloaded on my, all my devices, my phone right here. All I do is tap one button to turn it on, and I'm protected. It's that easy. Make sure your online activity and data is protected with the best VPN money can buy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now. Get three extra months free through my special link. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Thanks, ExpressVPN. Joseph, big show. Let's get this baby going. Take me to your leader, dude. (laughs) Joe loves this UFO story. Good chatting with you all a little bit. Uh, And who is this guy? Dan needs to quit with the sophomore going to talk about nuts and start giving a good example. No, whoever you are there, uh, Rube Cork, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I absolutely love the show just the way it is, but thanks for commenting. I was chatting with some of you before I'm, uh, what am I, at the Bongino show? You think I'd have that down by now? Is that me in the chat? It is, okay. So good talking. You got up here a little early just because I love reading all your comments. The show not changing. Sorry, bud. My biggest concern right now about what happened yesterday in the Hunter Biden court case. My biggest concern right now is Biden drops out of the race and pardons his son. Now, part one would be a good thing because then we'd probably have Kamala Harris, who candidly, I think, is an even worse candidate than Biden. I'm not kidding. There's like a sympathetic vote for Biden because he's a decaying, rotting corpse. And I think some people feel bad for him. You guys get this, too. Uh, You have none of that with Kamala Harris. She's irritating. She's (laughs) annoying. She's an elitist. She does the vocal fry. She gives the same dumb speech all the time. We love the school bus. 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 We don't want to be burdened by the best. She gives the same speech all the time. So that part that he would drop out is not necessarily a bad thing. The second part concerns me. I think he could go nuclear at this point 
and Pardon Hunter. You, you Listen, you may think I'm nuts. Let me know in the chat. You know, yes, you think he's going to pardon him, and you don't. Uh, you know, I'd love to t- get your take on it, but this is getting really ugly, and they're going to have a really, really hard time hiding this from the public from this point forward. It reminds me of those, you know, that old line about bankruptcy. It happens gradually, and then suddenly political scandals happen like this too. And have you got this feeling, you know, again, give me your feedback. Have you been getting this feeling like, this thing's dragged on forever and it was like chip, chip, chip in the paint, chip in the paint, chip in the paint, and then a crack and now the paint's completely off and the body's exposed. Yeah, so you all know I'm reading your feedback now. This is what I, I really feel like this thing is starting to break right now. The media is still holding out, but sooner or later they're going to have to throw this, guy's under the, under, this guy under the bus. So let's get to it about yesterday's court craziness. Listen, everybody was confused about what happened yesterday. Uh, this is the show. Tune in today. Don't miss a second of this because I, there was things I did and things I didn't do. I, I can't comment on professional baseball with experience because I never played there. I was a federal investigator. I was involved in a number of federal trials. I have never seen anything like what happened yesterday in court. If I'm the investigating agent, I'm investigating Hunter Biden on a tax charge. That plea deal that's going to be cut with the United States attorney, the prosecutor, the defense attorney, you know, you'll probably have some say in it too as the investigator. They're going to make the charging decisions at the AUSA's office. But you never, ever go into court without that thing buttoned up, ever. When the judge asks you a question, the answer better damn well be yes. Are you aware of what you're pleading to? Yes. To the prosecutor, are you aware of this in the plea agreement? The answer better not be no. Because if the answer is no, the judge is throwing that out immediately. There is zero chance the judge is going to get humiliated on an appeal somewhere because you asked the uh, the defendant or the prosecution a question and they said they didn't know. Well, they went in yesterday and no one seemed to know anything. The judge is like, wait, this plea deal seems to handcuff us in the future if Hunter Biden does anything wrong. And the prosecution's like, uh, no, not really. And the defense is like, yeah, it does. And the judge is like, well, who's right? Because this deal sounds really weird. Do you get what I'm saying? They're like, Hunter can't be convicted of almost anything from this point on. Being a little dramatic, but you get the point. And the, the, the defense attorney's like, yeah, that's what it says. And the prosecution's like, oh, uh, it doesn't say that. <laughs> what did you expect the judge to do? I know nothing. nothing. Dude, the Sergeant Schultz was perfect, yeah. but that... Doesn't work in court. No. They asked specifically the defendant, the defense attorney, if they believed that Hunter could be prosecuted for specific crimes. They said no. And then they asked the prosecutor if the investigation was ongoing, Joe, and they said yes. <laughs> that's, 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 it's not the same thing. The judge is like, what the, what is going on? Here's where it got crazy. I'm going to bring up a very, this one takeaway from this. It's huge. The hint is in the, the title of the show. Something I've been warning you about forever. That's their biggest fear right now. Christina Wong of Breitbart is a great piece that nailed it. Headline, plea deal would have given Hunter Biden immunity in perpetuity. What a deal. She notes the deal involved Hunter Biden pleading guilty to those two tax charges and entering pretrial diversion on the gun charge. The deal fell apart after the judge, Norieka, 
questioned if it meant that Biden would be immune from prosecution for other potential crimes in perpetuity. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is hilarious. This guy, uh, no, he will not be guilty of any crimes in the future. Here, here's the kick in the balls right here. The judge asked, would, they, would he be immune from prosecution from crimes in perpetuity, including not properly registering as a foreign agent? Hold that. Hold that. Hold it. Very, keep that in your head because I'm going to remind you what I told you five months ago about this. After Wise confirmed that the investigation would not give Biden immunity, that's the prosecutor, in perpetuity, Biden's lawyer, Clark, called the agreement null and void. <laughs> what a shit show. No one even knows what the deal is. Uh, plead to the deal. The deals are something. We're going to say, what deal are we signing? Hell, if I know, we're going to make it up as we go along. Now, this foreign agent thing is why Hunter Biden's team changed their mind and not accept the plea deal. They were under the impression they were not going to be prosecuted under Farah, acting as a foreign agent. The, the uh, prosecution said yesterday, that's still ongoing. This is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. I'm going to get back to that in a second. Hold that in your head. Here was Comer last night, Republican congressman investigating Hunter Biden on Fox, making a really important point, too, about how yesterday's hearing and how the judicial system finally worked, if even for a few minutes. I'm not saying this thing is going to break bad or we should be popping champagne corks, okay? Everybody clear? But it did work yesterday. This was a shit deal and everybody knew it. This is now going to send a message to others out there who thought, no, I'm, I'm protected. I'm protected. I'm not going to get prosecuted. Potential whistleblowers who were like, I'm going to sit on the sidelines and see how this thing plays out. Yesterday was not a good sign for them. Comer explains this last night. Check this out. Yes, there's a lot of speculation that that's what he's going to say. But remember, one thing Jason Smith pointed out, these lawyers have intimidated many of the witnesses that we've tried to bring forward for depositions and transcribed interviews. And they've told them things like, uh, you're only going to implicate yourself. We're not going to get in trouble. Hopefully the witnesses like Devin Archer and the others who we're going to be bringing before the committee this summer, hopefully they saw what happened in that court today. And that these lawyers aren't going to continue to get away with the shenanigans that they tried to pull yesterday when they lied and said uh, they were part of uh, Ways and Means staff to get yeah. something removed. Those days are over and we're in control of this thing. And I believe if these witnesses will come forward and tell the truth, I think the American people are going to be in for a big eye opener with respect to Joe Biden. Folks, that's an important point. Now, you're right to be skeptical. It is still the Derek Farland DOJ. Okay. I expect that nothing to happen while Merrick Garland is in charge. The question going forward, though, is are you willing to take that chance if you're a whistleblower now, knowing that finally, at least for two minutes out of the year, the judicial system seemed to work right, that you may not wind up in jail? It's a positive step, okay? It's not a be-all, end-all, you know, put the champagne away. But if you're out there on the edge of this and you've got criminal liability, you're thinking to yourself, damn. That didn't work out well yesterday. You're thinking to yourself, I better get in front of an Obama-appointed judge, stat. A couple other things before I get to this Farah foreign agent point. That's the biggest takeaway of all from this. Jennifer Van Lahr in Red State. Here were the conditions because he pled not guilty yesterday, Hunter Biden. In one of the craziest court scenes I think I've ever seen, 
a guy going in to accept the plea deal does a dipsy do flipperoo and pleads not guilty. He had a bunch of conditions imposed upon him. And now do you understand why the Secret Service cocaine story and making sure we don't know who it is was the talking point that got out there? Read the conditions. Are you guys picking up what I'm putting down? The judge said no use of alcohol, no use of or unlawful possession of narcotic drugs or controlled substances. Submit to testing for prohibited substances. Oh, yeah. Oh, no drug use conditions? Hmm. You don't think the Hunter Biden legal team, you don't think the Hunter Biden legal team told Hunter, Hunter, no matter what happens right here, plead or not, there's probably going to be some conditions opposed upon you. And one of those conditions is going to be no drug use. So, i.e., if you were caught with cocaine before you went into the trial, that would probably aggravate the judge and maybe throw the plea deal out. Oh, 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 look at, look at that. All of a sudden, they got no suspects with the cocaine at the White House. So, so strange. Isn't that weird? Weird how that happened, guys? Don't you think that's odd? Yeah, it's weird. Strange. Yeah, coincidence again. Yeah. Speaking of that, the whole Secret Service angle. Yes, you are paying for this. The Secret Service, listen, I, you know I've been kind of hard on their leadership over the drug thing, which I think was ridiculous. I think the director candidly should resign over it. But this, don't blame them for this one. This isn't their fault. But you are paying. They, they have to protect the president's kid. They're obligated by law unless he signs up. They don't have a choice. But this came up on Fox yesterday. I have two clips from this. This is only about 20 seconds. But this came up yesterday, you know, because the Biden team, the Biden team keeps claiming like this is not a government issue. It's a private issue. No, Dipwad. It is a government issue because you are paying the Secret Service to protect this guy. He is a protectee of the United States Secret Service with your money. So it damn well is your business. This came up yesterday on Fox. And the answer is, yes, you are paying. Take a listen. They support him as he continues to rebuild his life. That private citizen, as she describes Hunter Biden, was escorted to court this morning in a multi-car Secret Service motorcade, presumably funded by taxpayers. So it's frustrating to reporters here that we can't get answers for the taxpayers about the Secret Service protectee we're asking about or about any potential links to the president. Uh, good reporting there by Jackie Heinrich. She's correct. It's not your business. Number one, it's your business for a number of a fairly obvious reasons. The president of the United States is a foreign agent who was taking bribes from a foreign country. Uh, it's kind of a big deal, okay? But outside of that, it's your business financially, too. This is a United States government protectee. If Hunter Biden wants to work some way to sign off Secret Service protection and get his own security and do his own thing, then that argument would be null and void. However, again, I'm just telling you the truth. It's not the Secret Service's fault. There's nothing they can do. You know, they're assigned to protect these people by law unless they sign off. They're kind of stuck. Believe me, I know a lot of people who don't like this guy, but do their job. I mean, I didn't like Obama, but I, you know, did my job. It's just the way we do it. You got to protect these. What's the old line? You elect them, we protect them. Hunter Biden wasn't elected, but, you know, stuck with the family. So, folks, that was not But here's the most important part. Now, let's put the let's put it. Let's wrap this thing up. This is the most important part of yesterday's hearing by far, folks. The biggest fear the Biden crime family has right now is Biden being exposed as a foreign agent. I don't mean James Bond, uh, Jason Bourne foreign agent. 
I mean it in the legal sense. Was Joe Biden as vice president working on behalf of a foreign power for money, millions of dollars, against U.S. law? He would have had to register under FARA, Foreign Agent Registration Act, which would have been absurd for a vice president to do that. There would have been calls for him to be impeached immediately. So he took the money. He did not register. Joe Biden was a foreign agent. They are desperate to make this part of the investigation in a Hunter Biden go away. Because if he goes on trial for Farah and the Foreign Agent Registration Act, all of this stuff is going to come out in a trial under oath right before election that the president of the United States amazingly is a freaking foreign agent. Here's part two of that where Jackie Heinrich hits on this too. Listen, this is very important. The prosecutor said in court, Hunter Biden's being investigated for matters other than tax evasion and unlawful gun possession, revealing that the government could potentially bring a charge under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. And given that this other universe of material could potentially implicate President Biden, we wanted to ask if the White House would support a special counsel to oversee this, to ensure the independence of the Department of Justice and A.G. Merrick Garland, who reports to President Biden. But skipped over Fox in today's briefing. We were not called on. She did call on, however, another reporter who tried to get clarity about the shifting answers uh, around Biden's prior claims that he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings. Earlier this week, you said the president was never in business with his son. But can you say specifically that the president did not have discussions of any kind with Hunter about his business dealings? I was asked this question multiple times on Monday. Nothing has changed. I don't have anything to add to what I stated on Monday. She says nothing has changed, but the language has changed. It's the difference between no knowledge and no involvement. And that question, like so many others, Martha, remains unanswered. Folks, now go back to the Breitbart article. I told you to remember that line in the article. The Biden team, the Biden, the Hunter Biden crime family's legal team is absolutely paranoid. Thank you. About the registration as a foreign agent. They want immunity in perpetuity from this Farah violation because what they fear most is Biden looking like he committed treason. I warned you about this. I, it's a very specific, they are worried about this foreign aid. They don't care about Hunter Biden's tax thing. They don't even care about the gun thing. They don't. In the grand scheme of things, they know the media will protect them. They care about this. They have been accusing Trump of colluding with Russia now for seven years. What if it comes out in a trial under oath that the real foreign agent the entire time was Joe Biden? And you don't think, oh, 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 you don't think they're going to throw Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton under the bus? Obama knew. This is their biggest fear, the Democrats. If this goes to trial, the entire Obama White House, including Secretary of State, former Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, former Secretary of State through through, uh, Christopher Hines and their friend Devin Archer. Ladies and gentlemen, this are all going to get roped into this. During a presidential election, this is why they are in deep, deep trouble right now. I warned you about this five months ago. Again, you're not wasting your time. I hate playing clips of myself. It's stupid and dorky. But let let me just pull this one off, please. Just uh, tolerate me for a second. Check this out. Today's show, I'm going to prove to you again 
something I put out there that Joe Biden is a foreign agent. I'm going to play for you a phone call of Joe Biden and the president of Ukraine. Oh, Zelensky? No, no. The guy before Zelensky that I promise you is going to blow your cerebral cortex apart. Ladies and gentlemen, that was in February. If you go and watch that show titled, I think the same thing, Joe Biden is a foreign agent. You'll see I walked you through this. Obama knew. Hillary knew. John Kerry knew. Every single prominent Democrat out there knew Joe Biden was taking money from foreign governments to influence U.S. policy. That is potential treason. They know this guy is dirty and they're all going to get roped in. I want to explain to you another angle of this, too, why this fair is a big deal. Stay tuned. I got that. I got the UFO thing coming up. Big show. Don't go anywhere. Let me get to my next sponsor. I always appreciate your patience. Uh, Blackout Coffee. Today was a blackout coffee. There we go. That always feels good. This coffee's amazing. Love this stuff. Have a couple cups of it a day. You tired of these same old monotonous brown water companies that claim they're making coffee? You want coffee roasted nice. It tastes good. It's got that strong coffee taste. You know, we like that coffee taste. I put a little bit of milk in it. I like my coffee really hot. I take it in the morning in this in my Bongino Report mug. Here's nothing I like more than waking up to a cup of blackout coffee. I'm proud to personally recommend it. It's delicious. It's a coffee company, 100% committed to conservative values. They got a little hole in the back of the bag. Just take a little, I'm sure it's good stuff. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic. They're dedicated to preserving and promoting conservative principles. They love this country. They accept no compromise in taste or quality. Coffee is amazing. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Did shows other guys. Blackout Coffee, the owner of the company, loves two things. He loves the country and he loves coffee. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Trust me, you're going to dig this stuff. Give it a shot. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Coupon code Bongino. Thank you, Blackout Coffee. Folks, here's the problem they have now. This is why we need to impeach this guy immediately and get rid of this guy, Biden. This guy, we are in real trouble. Obama knew, John Kerry knew, Hillary Clinton knew, China knew, Ukraine knew. And as I heard someone say, forgive me, I don't remember who it was on uh, cable news this morning. It was a senator. They were on TV and they said, here's the problem. We don't know what the Chinese Communist Party and the Ukrainians have on Biden. They've been bribing this guy and his family for years. We don't have any idea what else is out there. How do you know if a world war breaks out that Hillary, John Kerry, Obama and Biden, the upper echelons, the elites in the Democrat Party aren't out there giving speeches in their interests, not the interests of the country? Here's the problem they're going to have going forward and earmark this episode. Tell me what you think going forward, because I think I'm going to I think there's only a couple scenarios moving forward now that Hunter Biden has absurdly pled uh, not guilty to a charge he was going to plead guilty for. In my experience, if you go into a courtroom and a defendant does not plead to what he agreed to plead to before, I've only heard about it. It's never happened to me. It's so rare. The, absolutely the book gets thrown at him. Folks, you're done. You are finished. Now, we have a problem here. What's the problem here? The problem is uh, Derek Farland is in charge of the Department of Justice, the Attorney General. I know his name's Merrick. I know. It's, he's Derek Farland, this show. Derek Farland's not going to throw the book at Hunter Biden. 
So in the real world, what would happen to Hunter Biden right now? He would be charged with everything. Felony gun charges, felony tax evasion, FARA violations. This guy would spend 10 years in jail. That's in the real world for you. This is what would happen to you. His last name is Biden. He's a protected class. He's a Democrat in good standing with the left because he's a useful idiot, right? I need you to understand that is not what's going to happen to him likely. What will likely happen is they are going to draw up now a new deal, a new deal that is clearer on the terms. And one of them, one of the immunity things is going to involve a FARA charge. Here's a problem going forward. That's not a great deal for them either, folks. Because the government just said it was an ongoing investigation. Is this too complicated? The government just said they're still investigating this. So now they have to come back in 30 days to the judge with a new deal. And they're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunter's immune now and in perpetuity for any crime he's ever going to commit. The ongoing investigation is now wrapped up. Folks, the judge is going to be like, are you guys on crack? Well, in that case, it may be yes. Are you guys on crack? Are the lawyers on crack? Well, who knows? I mean, folks, there's no way this is going to fly. You want to talk about the, you know, cliched rock in a hard place? Charge him with everything and send the president's son to jail and then go through a brutal trial where you got to bring in Obama, Hillary, and everyone else on Farah, Or give this guy the sweetest of sweetheart deals specifically written out that you're going to immunize him to everything and then explain to the judge how in 30 days you did an ongoing investigation and wrapped it all up. Folks, it ain't going to happen, brother. It ain't going to happen. It's just no way. They are, if you know what I mean, big time. There is no way out of this. It's either going to be legally damaging to Hunter who gets the book thrown at him or politically damaging to his dad as they go through a trial. The pardon, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, he just said it, but you, you missed the point, though. He said, you know what? It's going to be a pardon and it's going to be politically damaging. Biden doesn't care at this point. Biden, if he drops out, doesn't care about the politics. That's what I think is going to happen. Call me crazy. Biden drops out, pardons his son. He pardons his son to save Obama, to save himself, and to save Hillary from being dragged into a trial and John Kerry, too. Now, you know it's bad. When even the stooges at CNN, the goons over at CNN, are like, hey, man, I've been doing this a long time. I've never seen this before. I've been doing this a long time. I have never seen anything like this in my life. Here's CNN like, bro, this is some crazy. Check this out. How rare is it as a prosecutor that you are walking in for this type of hearing and you are walking out perhaps with the deal falling apart? It's very, very rare. Sometimes you do have a miscommunication about what the scope of, as we'll call it, the coverage is. How much is this person covered moving forward? But that is, in some sense, the most important issue in a case. Look at this case. If Hunter Biden pleads to one or two or three tax misdemeanors, it's two in this case. That's fine. But the, the agreement here is no prison time. The bigger concern is, is he covered for anything else? Is he going to get a pass from DOJ for anything else? And you would absolutely have that hammered out from both sides. To have it fall apart in this fashion is, is really surprising uh, and doesn't reflect well in either of the two parties. Folks, it's one of two things. A pardon and he exits stage left 
and Merrick Garland gets impeached or they are going to go through the nastiest presidential election trial you have ever seen where they have to explain away in front of a bunch of jurors and probably a bunch of cameras as well why they took $10 million from foreign governments and people and decisions, uh, people were fired and decisions were made after that. This, can you imagine, folks, here, you got them? You got my, bring them over. Throw me, throw me, throw me one of those things. Do you understand the grapefruits it would take? Here we go. Thank you, Keith. We got, we got two of them. Here we go. One. Wait, you don't understand the grapefruits it would take here? Here we go. The grapefruits it would take to pardon this guy and walk away. But I need you to understand, and I'm going to leave it at this because I don't want to be so redundant. Monster grapefruits it would take to pardon this guy. That is the only option they have without looking like total buffoons. I was going to go with the watermelons, maybe the freaking uh, the, 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 the boulders, but the boulders are too heavy for me to hold. I'm not like that Thor guy, the man's the world's strongest man. They're in real trouble, real trouble right now. And wait till Devin Archer, if he makes it to Monday, testifies, the business partner, then the political pressure is going to be overwhelming. Biden will not be the nominee, folks. He won't be the nominee. They're going to say, pardon the guy and let us. And no, you know what? No one's going to criticize him. Mark my words. Joe, flag it. No one's. Please. It's uh, 1129. Flag, flag it. it. Flag Nobody it. is going to. You know why? They know it, they, his pardon of Hunter Biden is going to prevent a trial that would expose their God, Obama. Everyone in the media is going to say, he's a troubled kid. He's been through a lot. We're moving on. And they're going to compare it to the pardon of Nixon. He mark this time. Jim, please mark this time. Guaranteed that's going to happen. Well, we did that too with Nixon. He committed some crime. Chat's flagging it too. Yes. 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 <laughs> YouTube. I love that the chat has the flag too. Joe, they're taking your job, man. Sheesh. Well, Joe, we're going to have to start paying people in the chat too. All right. Uh, the <laughs> UFO thing. I'm going to get to that next. Joe and I have a little disagreement on this. Joe's convinced about extraterrestrial life. But I think you agree with me a little bit, Joe, that what happened yesterday, I'm throwing a red flag on yeah, this I one, do. folks. I'm really sorry. Yesterday's testimony, I think, was not what everybody thought it was going to be. I'm going to get to that. Appreciate your patience. Our last couple of sponsors here. My pillow. It's the 20th anniversary, and over 80 million My Pillows have been sold. Mike Lindell and the My Pillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their My Pillows. You'll receive a queen size My Pillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98. And just $10 more for a king size. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size pillow, queen size pillow for $19.98, or call 800-637-4982 and use promo code DAN. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Time to start getting the quality sleep you not only want, but you're going to need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982. Use promo code DAN to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code DAN or 800-637-4982. Some comfy pillows there. Check them out. Our last sponsor of the day, PatriotMobile.com. Dump the carrier you have now. They are probably donating to liberal causes. We're getting tired of all this woke garbage being jammed down our throats at every opportunity. And I bet you thought you didn't have an alternative and you needed a cell phone. You're like, I'm stuck. You do have an alternative. Stop financing these companies, dumping millions into liberal causes. Make the switch today. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. 
offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching super easy. Keep your phone, keep your number two. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. It's real easy. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Dan. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make that switch today. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Thank you all. We appreciate that. Folks, listen. Uh, the UFO thing in the chat, I, I, need, I need a little feedback because I really <laughs> genuinely want to know how you feel about this. Do you think yesterday was like a big psyop or do you think yesterday was these whistleblowers were legit and that we're really dealing with, you know, a, a, a potential bio, a biological life outside of the universe? I'm going to give you my, I, I know there may be foreign life and entities outside of the universe. I don't think yesterday proved any of it here. Here's my opinion. Bottom line up front. Here's what I think is going on with all this UFO stuff right now. Number one, a lot of feedback on the psyop. A lot of, yeah, psyop. <laughs> Number one, I think one of two things, and only one of these two things is happening. Number one, and Joe, if you have anything to say, chime in. Right. This is a massive psyop to distract you from the Biden administration, all their failures, or, or so this is kind of one sub two, or to distract you from some of our technology successes and failures. Why would we need to be distracted from technology successes? Stand by, I'll get to that. So that's number one, psyop distraction. Number two, this is kind of like a, a, a takeoff from a sub, sub one there. Politically connected companies that are dealing in advanced technology, that's very terrestrial, by the way, do not want their trade secrets out there. Some of this craft is domestic in origin. It's probably U.S. companies, and some of them have probably crashed. And they don't want other tech companies stealing their stuff. So it's in their best interest to give people the dipsy do flipperoo and, and tell Congress, oh, man, it could be UFOs, you know, because no one wants their stuff being stolen. It's companies that they, they don't want people sniffing around their stuff. Right. I agree. I, I agree with you. I think it's man-made stuff, a lot of it. But I do think a lot of the man-made stuff is alien and inspired. All right. I, I don't know. I'm not buying it. But, Joe, you're a lot older than me and a yeah. lot more experienced. So. I'm uh, willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. Here, this is what, but this is why I'm skeptical, folks. I'm not just like throwing this out there to play devil's advocate or be an ass about it. Here's David Grush, who seemed like a credible guy. I mean, it, you know, his body language wasn't totally off or anything. And, um, the, you know, the guy spoke eloquently. I'm not knocking him personally. I don't know him. I mean, I'm not going to attack the guy. But this testimony was really weird. He's talking with Nancy Mace. And he brings up the idea that we covered biological material that's not human, that we're piloting these things, you know, kind of implying that it was alien from another world. I'll tell you why I'm not buying this, but listen to this first. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, 
eyewitness? Like, how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Folks, here's the problem with this. Joe, you know this too. He's not saying he saw any of this. He's saying he heard it from someone else. Guys, yeah. do you have any idea how many times I'm at a barbecue or a party having a few yeah. adult sodas with people? And they're like, Dan, you were Secret Service, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, who really killed uh, JFK? <clears throat> and I, you know how easily I could mislead someone? Oh, uh, let me tell you something. I was in Secret Service school. And they know I was an agent. I mean, I, you know, it's not a secret. Let me tell you something. Uh, the Cubans did it. Definitely. I could make the whole thing up. <laughs> you understand that guy is going to run around and tell people, hey, I know it's former Secret Service guy. He was actually an instructor in the training center. The Cubans did it. Is that not credible? Hey, you heard it from an insider. But I didn't see any of that. I just made it up. It's not true. I just made that up. But my point is that this guy, David Grouch, may think he's telling the or Grouch, I'm sorry, may think he's telling the truth because someone may have fed him that. Yeah. But the person feeding him that may be feeding him that precisely because he sounds so credible. And it's a big look, look, squirrel, shiny red object. Don't want to pay attention to Hunter Biden stuff. <laughs> Someone's probably feeding him that. That the book, right? Next, you'll get the book deal, right? This is crazy. This is all hearsay. Right. That's what bothers me. This is me all the most. him saying, I heard it from other people. Folks, that doesn't mean shit to me. I'm sorry. That doesn't mean anything to me. Here's where it got crazy. And I noticed, too, this little trick. I've seen a lot of people do this in government when they don't want to answer a question. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to go to the SCIF. He said, well, the SCIF is a sensitive, compartmented information facility. It's a place you go to talk that's classified. You leave your phones outside. I've heard this trick a thousand times when you don't want to answer a question. I know a guy in the Secret Service who used to do this with the staff when he didn't have an answer for him. Hey, how long is Obama going to be at this site? How many, um, how many grip and grins? How many people are we going to shake hands with? Uh, let's go to Skiff and talk about that. Because he didn't know the answer. Here's Congressman Tim Burch that I had on my radio show asking this guy if anyone's been murdered. And this, is, this answer is, just sounds, I'm sorry, it sounds ridiculous. Take a listen. Do you have any personal knowledge of people who have been harmed or injured? in efforts to cover up or conceal these extraterrestrial technology? Yes. Personally. Have you heard, have anyone been murdered that you would think that you know of or have heard of, I guess? I have to be careful asking that question. I directed people with that knowledge to the appropriate authorities. Maybe in a, um, if we could get it, get in a, um, confidential area of skiff, we could talk about that. But unfortunately, um, we were denied access to the skiff, and that's very unfortunate in this in this scenario. Folks, I, I'm sorry, man. I'm not buying it. I'm not telling you alien life doesn't exist. I'm just telling you I don't believe this story. The timing of it. Oh, look, the Hunter Biden yeah. thing. Oh, look, aliens again. The tech companies out there. Some of this is probably our stuff that's crashed. And they don't want people sniffing around and stealing their billion-dollar investment. Third, lobbyists for these companies have a lot of money. They're probably feeding Congress bullshit information, too. Hey, man, let me tell you, I work for, uh, you know, the Joey's Bag of Donuts, uh, Raytheon-like uh, defense company. And I don't know, man, that tech you guys recovered, that's probably alien. 
Meanwhile, it's theirs the whole time. <laughs> Another point. The guy's got no data. The data he's got, he's saying he got from other people. Was someone murdered? Maybe. I got to talk to you about it. I think that's the kind of thing you should put out in a whistleblower hearing. If so, who's, who was murdered? That would be because then we could look it up, right? Yes, Joey Bag of Donuts was murdered. Oh my gosh, I looked online. He was, right? You notice there's never any information you can follow up on? Another point, hearsay, the skiff thing I already told you about. And folks, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I think this guy could be, he, I'm not suggesting any of these guys are lying. I want to be clear on that. I'm suggesting to you they may be being fed false information for a reason they're unaware of. One last point. Here's McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, who, you know, Love him or hate him, this makes perfect sense here. McCarthy's like, really? I mean, the guy's the Speaker of the House. He's probably seen all this information a thousand times. He's like, really? You think if they found some alien being, they wouldn't be asking us for more money? I mean, it's the freaking government. Here, listen to this. I think if we had found a UFO, I think the Department of Defense would tell us because they probably want to request more money. So... Uh, I'd love to see whatever facts and information we have, and it's good. I'm, I'm very supportive of letting the American public see whatever we have. Yeah, man, let's hear it. Let's hear it all. Maybe there is alien life. I don't know. I'm just telling you yesterday the timing of that was awfully coincidental. Yeah. That's why I came out with the Hunter Biden stuff first and the UFO stuff. I'm not going to get played. I'll cover it because it's definitely newsworthy. They have a congressional hearing where a guy's suggesting we have uh, non-human biologic pilots from outer space and people have been murdered to cover it up. It's a news story. Even if it's a lie, it's still a news story. If it's a lie or the truth, it's a news story. But I'm not covering that in, in, in first. Not a chance. All right, let me switch gears because a lot happened yesterday too. I got a lot more. Don't go anywhere. The Bongino rule strikes again. I always tell you, please, please. I am I'm getting old. Please, when you hear stories like this, give 24 to 72 hours before you formulate a final opinion and you attack someone. Yesterday, I'm going through Twitter. Everybody's like, Jason Aldean, country singer. What a phony. He edited his video, the Try It in a Small Town video. He was accused of being a racist and he took out this BLM footage. There were probably a thousand people on Twitter with blue check marks like, this guy, what a fake phony fraud. I'm sitting there like, everyone needs to chill. Let's hear what Aldine has to say. I'm not saying don't talk about it. So I'm, not, I'm not a censorship guy. I don't tell you what to talk about. You're all adults. I'm just saying, let the Bongino rule settle out. Let Aldine comment. That's why I didn't say anything. Here's the story. Jason Aldine, try that in a small town, didn't get permission to use a BLM protest video. So the six seconds of the video that tried in a small town that everybody was saying he caved to the woke mob because people accused it of being a racist, but it was just so stupid, it's laughable. I told you, that's not, give it some time. That's not what happened. Turned out some Fox affiliate in Atlanta didn't give them permission to use it and demanded the footage be taken out. Folks, you can never go wrong waiting I, I I really I've I've made this mistake and I don't I don't speak to you from some you know high spot on the totem pole. I learned through trial and error here. Joe and I got ahead of some stories early on. We got burned and we're like, we're not doing that again. I'd rather just let it play out. Speaking of country music, this is like 10 seconds, but my daughter Isabel, who I love, is obsessed with country music. 
And she was at this Rock the South concert, I think it was. And Cody Johnson was playing. Cody's awesome. Cody's amazing. This is from my daughter's uh, cell phone. Here is just 10 seconds of Cody Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I'm convinced that there's a shift happening. There is a generation of I love American kids growing up right now who just love liberty and freedom and love this country. You're just seeing the bad stuff on TV, all the haters, because they're loud and obnoxious and they're on Twitter. But this is why country music is hated so much by the left, because you've got a large growing population of patriots to go to see people like Cody Johnson who say things like, this awesome statement at a concert. Check this out. You know why you should love your fellow American anyway? Because before most of you were born, an American soldier gave their life for you to have the right to disagree in the first place. Amen, brother. I love Cody Johnson. You should go download some of his tunes today. He's a fantastic guy. And you hear all the people cheering? Now you see why they hate Jason Aldean, country music, Cody Johnson, Morgan Wallen. You know why? They talk about America, the America that the left calls flyover country, calls rednecks, hayseeds, deplorables, Walmart shoppers. You know what we call that? We call that home. We call that home. And they hate it. And they hate it. God bless you, Cody Johnson. Seriously, go download some of his songs. They're amazing. He's got a couple albums out. And uh, I just wanted to show you that. Put a little smile on your face. Things are changing, folks. Don't, don't get, but you, you follow Twitter all day and the nightly news. You think the world's going to be, you know, it's like an, but it's an apocalypse tomorrow morning. Not here. This country's going to be fine. We got a lot of great people out there. I sense it's shifting too for a lot of reasons too. The absurdity of the left is just becoming so hard to hide anymore. And, and as they keep reaching for new and crazier things, this went out in the show prep email. It's a group email we have where we share stories. And I saw this, I had a laugh. Every day is like another day and today in what's racist. It's a, every day is like a new thing that's racist. Uh, it's, it, I mean, there's not a, let me just get to it. NBC News, if you go out, because this is so dumb, it's really hard for me to explain and tee up in any other way other than to just laugh and, and, and snicker at it. Apparently, if you go outdoors now, like the outdoors lifestyle, that that's, quote, white people stuff. This article is about how, Black outdoorsy groups are reclaiming the joys of nature. <laughs> the article implies somehow. If you're black, how do you read this stuff? And as Gee just said, not cringe. That what? Yeah, uh, folks, I'm a city kid. I've told you this a thousand times. I have no outdoor skills at all. I'm white. I have no outdoor skills at all. Trust me. I know a number of black men and women who are very familiar with camping and fishing. The way they talk about black people in the media, you're going to die outdoors in a minute if you're black. That's white people. So how is that not racist? How do they continue to get away with this shit all the time? Everything to them is about race and color. You want to see why I'm optimistic about the country? Because the absurdity of the left. Keeps kicking them in the balls every single time, folks. This is just stupid. I'm sorry I had a hard time with that segment because every day the insanity gets worse. I don't know how to tee this up without sounding ridiculous. Everything to them is racist. Coffee is racist. Math is racist. Look it all up. All the stuff I'm saying, I'm not making up any of this. Black people are racist against, if they're Republicans. Larry Elder's the new face of white supremacy. <laughs> it's so stupid, man. <laughs> You got to laugh at these tools. You really do. I saw this yesterday. Cracked me up, too. Nothing makes me laugh more than when these goons in the White House 
say something so transparently stupid, and then they miss the point right in front of everyone. So long and short of it, this happened yesterday, right? The Wall Street Journal popped this article. That's a good one by James Freeman. The Biden team is like, look, the GDP numbers came out today, 2.4%. Uh, they came out today, 2.4%. Not a terrible number. It was a quarterly number. But they must have known. So they're touting Bidenomics. But this is hilarious. Karine Jean-Pierre is giving this little spiel about Bidenomics and how great it is. And she shows this chart. So Freeman writes, this is really crazy. Team Biden's now eager to claim credit for what's a red state renaissance. The red states they criticize for opening up early for COVID. They call it Bidenomics in action. Can you feel it? This is Bidenomics, said White House Chief of Staff Jeff Zients on what used to be called Twitter. Now it's called X. Bidenomics, these idiots showed a chart. And in the chart, Joe, seven of the 10 states that are growing in Bidenomics were Republican <laughs> states in the South. And the rest were Mountain West states. Again, the grapefruits on these people. Do you believe the balls on these people? They, their states where their policies are in effect, New York, California, Illinois, are stagnating. Maryland, where Joe is living temporarily, at least, <laughs> they're dying. The red state governors are building the Biden economy right now. The Biden economy under red state, and Biden's taking credit for it, calling it Bidenomics. <laughs> it's like, what? They, 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 they can't, the, it's just, it's so fetch. This is like Regina George needs to get, they are so trying to make Bidenomics happen. It's embarrassing. I got to go, I got to go, go to the last segment because I want to do this. I don't want to miss it out of this one. Here's, I want to show you this too. How the media, come, we're going to go totally out of order. Give me the PolitiFact thing first. So PolitiFact, this was in uh, July of 2023, right? Uh, actually, that's the wrong date. PolitiFact, this is an older article by John Greenberg. Okay, got to watch those dates or else you're going to screw up the audience here. PolitiFact wrote an article when Donald Trump hit a GDP mark of 7.4%. Okay? PolitiFact was like, well, this is out of context. In other words, the premise of this PolitiFact piece, when Donald Trump was the president and GDP in a quarter post-COVID hit 7.4%, keep that number in your head, was to do everything to play it down. Well, it's not really a record, Joe, and... It's not that big of a deal. And again, showing you how they want to make fetch happen all the time, right? And yet, here's the number today from Biden in the Washington Post. And listen to the way the Washington Post describes 2.4% growth. 7.4 Trump, 2.4 Biden, 7.4, 2.4. U.S. economy grew by an annual rate of 2.4% in the second quarter. Consumer spending on goods and services as well as government spending fueled broader economic growth from April to June. You, you see, you. Am I, am I, is this, is everybody getting this? 7.4%? PolitiFact does a fact check. No, no, this isn't historic growth. This isn't historic growth. 2.4%? Hey, man, Joe Biden's rocking it, fueling uh, incredible economic growth. This is just amazing. October 2020. Watch you guys, watch some dates, man. You screw me up. I'm like, how could that be July 26th? Donald Trump's been out of office. Okay, I caught that. You get this? 7.4 Trump, very bad. 2.4 Biden, guy's kicking ass, man. This is celebration parallax, right? Michael Anton. Here, I want to leave you with this super cut to show you again media goonery and hackery, just like this, on whistleblowers. We had a bunch of IRS whistleblowers, blow the whistle on the Hunter Biden debacle. 
Tom Elliott over at Gravy and a great website put together a supercut. This is just like a minute and 40 seconds of it. This goes on for like five minutes. He's going to back and forth when the whistleblowers blew the whistle, air quotes on Donald Trump, how they treated those whistleblowers versus these whistleblowers. This is epic. Watch this. The attack on the whistleblower um, is, is never wise. It's never lawful. Um, it's never honorable. It's everything you said. It's a travesty. And I'm not going to call them whistleblowers. They don't deserve whistleblower protection. Each and every one of them has a uh, strange history, has, guess what, Russian connections. They always do. These are not, as we would consider them, whistleblowers, people who are alleging wrongdoing. They weren't really whistleblowers at all. In fact, they weren't even credible witnesses. Two or three people who are political operatives, but they're not whistleblowers. These guys are not whistleblowers, period is a hard-working, patriotic person in the intelligence community who just wants to put the information out there. The president to call into question the credibility of this whistleblower. They're referring to this whistleblower as the so-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblower on the Biden family. Welcome back to so-called whistleblower from the so-called whistleblowers. See so-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblowers. So-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblower. So-called whistleblowers. Whistleblowers. That's what he's calling them. Whistleblower. Whistle, quote unquote, whistleblowers. They're alleged IRS whistleblower. The GOP is marketing as whistleblowers. Uh, quote, quote unquote, whistleblowers. Jim Jordan, who's the chair of the Oversight Committee, is lauding them as brave Americans. Whistleblower, a, a true patriot coming forward with the allegations. But that's why the whistleblower is a hero in many ways. Uh, this whistleblower is a hero. The whistleblower is a, a public servant. And now, to stay I'm, anonymous, let, kind of the heroism is being kind of thrust on this person. They can't imply this person is partisan. This person has been deemed credible and a patriot. <laughs> that's got to be Tom, Tom Elliott. Hat tip, brother. That's got to be one of the best supercuts I've ever seen. Go to his Twitter feed if you want to see the whole. That goes on for like another two yeah. minutes. How when you blow the whistle on Trump about fake stuff, you're a hero. You're a patriot. You should be beatified. You're a saint. You should get a coat of arms to your name. And then you actually blow the whistle on Hunter Biden with real documented whistleblowing facts. Ah, this guy's not a whistleblower. Air quotes, whistleblower. These guys are fakes. These guys are phonies. These guys are frauds. You'd say that these people are total hacks. 7.4% of the Trump. No, no, that's no good. 2.4% of the Biden. The economy's exploding. These people are phonies. Take their Bidenomics, baby. It's like fetch. They are dying to make it happen. Take their stuff, throw it right in the garbage, and burn it. Their stuff is garbage. These people have zero credibility. They're going to try to influence the election with more gaslighting BS like this. Don't buy it. Folks, we get to 73,206. I just commented in the chat while that thing was playing. I said 72K with an exclamation point. 73. Gosh, thank you so much. I love having you here. Please join us every day for the chat. Are we doing questions tomorrow? Should we do questions tomorrow, folks? Yes. Why for yes and for no? I'm going to, it's up to you. If we're going to do questions for Dan, it's totally up to you. So Justin and Guy are going to monitor after the show. Why yes for questions and no for no questions tomorrow. I'll put a post up either way in case we decide to rock and roll with it. Join us for the chat. 11 a.m. Is it a lot of whys? All right. All right. All right. Every other week. That's cool. We won't wear them out. Join us at uh, 10 a.m. If you want to join the chat, I come on at 11 a.m. Eastern time at rumble.com slash Bongino. 
Please download the Rumble app. It is super easy. It is all free. And just set up an account. Follow us while you're there. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Apple and Spotify too. So looks like uh, looks like questions tomorrow. All right. All right. There you go, folks. You decide. The show's for you. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.